Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. And the theme and goal of this podcast is that we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. I truly believe that. And I want to thank you as my listener for subscribing to this podcast and sharing it on all the platforms where podcasts are available. That includes iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Just thank you for supporting me in this work. And I ask that you continue to subscribe and rate this show as it helps me out. I have a YouTube channel as well called NOLA Therapy, which is also my website, nolatherapy.com. And it is the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy. I am accepting new clients and would love to work with you as your healing practitioner by phone, Skype, FaceTime, or in my New Orleans or, or Los Angeles-based physical offices. And please follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram under NOLA Therapy, on Twitter as Tahir LCSW, and like I said, YouTube is NOLA Therapy. And if you would like to support my work with this podcast, I would ask for you to learn about that opportunity through the campaign I have with Patreon. That site is patreon.com forward slash all things therapy. Moving into my guest today, who I am very delighted to speak with and and hear some of her ideas and work, we are going to be with Tiffany Churchill. And if you want to follow along it's online, it's Tiffany with an I, T-I-F-F-A-N-I, churchhill.com. She is the CEO of Impactful Productions. Hello. Yes, you're here, Tiffany. We, I'm still introducing yes, I'm here. you. Yes, I'm still introducing you. So as a transformational leader, producer, and writer, Tiffany creates content 
films, and courses that connect people to their own inner power and to each other. We're going to discuss her mini documentary series entitled What is Possible, releasing in May, May of this year. So just in this next month coming up. And Tiffany is driven by her passion to teach and awaken people to their own inner power within. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for allowing me to be here with you today. You're welcome. Can you hear everything clearly? I can. It sounds wonderful. Awesome. So how are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. Also, I'm really excited to learn more about how you aid and assist people in awakening to their their power within themselves and expand their beliefs and shift their own boundaries for what is possible in our lives. Wonderful. Well, I'm happy to share more about that. I was or have been for several years doing workshops and events and uh, created an online course and and really guiding people to connect to that that power within them. And what we discovered was that people just needed more evidence of what they can do. And when they witnessed or observed someone else overcoming a perceived limitation, it expands the beliefs for what they can do in their own lives. And so I um, am the CEO of a company called Impactful Productions, and we came together trying to figure out how can we provide this evidence that people so much need. And that's really what started our journey to creating and filming uh, these episodes of What is Possible, which feature the true stories of extraordinary people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. So I love what you're speaking. It's not often spoken of in energy medicine and in in empowerment about evidence, uh, presenting enough evidence Mm -hmm. to prove how powerful we are so that eventually we have to believe it. Can Can you talk to us about this concept more? Absolutely. And so if you look at people throughout history, no matter what it is that they were looking to achieve, whether it's healing or greater success, really it doesn't matter what it is. One of the first elements that are important is the belief that it's possible for them, the belief that they can do it. And where you become so burdened and limited by these false perceptions that we gain even as early as our childhood, and most of the time in our childhood, they really guide us through our lives and dictate what we feel we can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. But when we see somebody overcome that, or we see somebody do something and witness somebody do something that we might believe is impossible, it really opens up this, this doorway for us to believe that we too can do it. And so I believe that more evidence is needed, and there are extraordinary and incredible stories of people just doing amazing things all over the world, and they just need to be shared. Is there a a favorite story that you have that's coming to mind, Tiffany, of of what we can look forward to in watching what is possible? Yeah, one of the first stories to be released is a really, truly wonderful woman in Canada. Her name is Janet Podleski. And she's a four-time best-selling author, but her story is really, truly an against-all-odds success story, and it it tells her story of healing truly by really her mind and her thoughts alone. It also shares her story of how she overcame incredible odds, and essentially she has four best-selling cookbooks, her and her sister Greta, and 
they were told that by and rejected by every publisher they went mm-hmm. to and told that their concept for these books wasn't going to work. There just was no market for it. They were combining recipes with comedy. They were healing through laughter and help, and at the same time creating healthy cooking recipes. And all the publishers just turned them down. So rejection letter after rejection letter. They had already quit their jobs. They were accumulating huge debt. And Janet, who this story is truly about in this episode, didn't even know how to cook. It was her sister that was really the primary chef. Yet they went on to break all kinds of publishing records, especially self-publishing records. And the story is truly about just they they co-created their reality before they even knew, you know, such books as The Law Attraction and these things that now are normally talked about. This yeah. information wasn't even out yet, and yet they were doing it. They were unconsciously creating their success in ways that most of us are yet have yet to fully understand or practice. So it's a truly amazing story, and I can't wait to share it and for everyone to be able to watch it and tap into, wait, if Janet can do this, if Janet and her sister Greta can actually attain this much success against all of these odds, look at what each of us can do. You know, and I think I'm loving what you're saying. I get really motivated learning about people that have done things, especially when they were told, like in this situation, no, this book, there's no space for it. You can't do it. And people, in spite of all the rejection, continue to to achieve and to bring something into life that hadn't existed before. And I think it comes mm-hmm. from a belief within oneself. What do you attribute this kind of determination and and resilience and persistence to. I agree. And even going back to Janet's story, they had such belief. So as as all of these rejection letters might've been coming in, they still truly believed in what they were doing. They believed that they were doing something powerful, that they were going to change lives through these recipes and through this humor. And it was that belief that was kind of their, their powerful force that kept them motivated and persevered. And so, again, that just goes back to the reason more evidence is needed. So so we can tap into these stories and then overcome our own limitations. Well, I'm curious about some of your own experiences, more about who, what brought you to who you are today, Tiffany. And thank you for asking that. And so yeah. I have had, like, you know, the majority of us, I have overcome incredible obstacles, but at the same time, I have experienced just true miracles and witnessed amazing things coming about in my life and and discovered really how powerful I am, which led, led to the belief of how powerful each one of us are, that we truly can do so much more than we've ever been told. And that these limitations that we hold on to, these false beliefs that, that guide us, you know, they're just that, they're false. And so it's just a matter of recognizing and toning into that power and discovering it and letting go of, of those what you can and cannot do because somebody else along your way might have told you and limited you. Well, and so I'm, I'm very thankful. Yeah. Go no, ahead. go on. No, please, you first, and then I'll, then I'll ask. I'm just very thankful for the experiences that I've had, and that led me to really so passionately wanting to bring this message out and really assist others because there's no reason for us to limit our lives. There's so much more that we can do. And, and I see it consistently where people come to me and say, you know, I'd really like to do this, but I can't, or, you know, I'm facing this or, you know, I, I, I don't have enough evidence of someone healing themselves or whatever it might be that we feel the limitation for. And so 
I just developed this great passion for assisting people through dissolving these limitations. And even I'm thinking of being the CEO of Impactful Productions and being a a writer and producer. That to me doesn't sound easy because you're having to invent a lot of things on your own. Was that a place where you Mm -hmm. derived the confidence and belief in, in yourself? Uh, I developed confidence in business. I've been running businesses from a very early age. Um, but as for the role in impactful productions, that was all new to me. The production, the filming, um, it was a new world. And when I, we first started gathering these stories, we weren't sure how we were going to get them out. We thought maybe, you know, my comfort level is in writing. So we thought maybe they'd be written stories, but we really felt drawn to capture them through video, through film, because it's just so much more highly engaging than than necessarily through the words in these cases. But it became a whole new thing that we had to learn. And I had to reach really deep inside of myself to, to, to conquer my own self doubt of, can I, can I do this? How do I do this? I've never done this before. And so for me, it was kind of my own, what is possible journey to discover that, Mm. you know what, I can do this. And, and my team can do this and, and bringing together the right people and finding the right people to bring this, this, this project into a reality. How, so can you tell us a bit more about what is possible and like, it is like, are there, is there a set number of interviews? I'm just curious what it, what it looks like. So we have our production schedule almost finalized for the next several months and we're traveling. My team and I travel really all over the world. So wow. countries such as Iceland, Switzerland, Germany, uh, United Kingdom. Um, I believe we have a story scheduled in South Africa, Canada, several in the United States. And so we didn't want to limit it to maybe our market, which is I live in California. We didn't want to limit just to the stories here because people all over the world are facing different situations that we might not be encountering here. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to be able to share a multitude of stories in in all kinds of different situations, environments, and circumstances. And so we we have the, the, the production schedule almost set. I think we have some room for some more stories to fill. And... And that's our goal is to, sh- to film these stories, to share them and, and really ideally impact others to see that they can do more, that, that we just haven't been told how powerful we are both individually and collectively as humans. So you are actually going to the individuals where they are located to film Correct. your documentary. Correct. That's awesome. We're capturing. Yeah, it is. It's truly amazing. And how fun, too, to get to see the world and people in the context of where they live. That sounds so much more enriching than having people come to a studio somewhere else. Right. It brings it more to life. It brings their story more to life in their own environment. Yes. So what have and you discovered? And it's an incredible experience. <laughs> yeah. So what have you discovered about human ability and potential? that we are more powerful than we're aware that that we can do so much more that it that we limit ourselves without without real need to it's it's limitation is a theory it's not a fact and and theories can be proven or disproven and so um each person has this potential within them that can be tapped into and we've discovered that you know the universe is out to really assist 
and mm-hmm. and bring about what it is that we're searching for and it it comes about in powerful wonderful ways and and i believe that as well tiffany that the universe is here to aid and assist us as we take steps forward that were met by life. Yet before we went live, I was sharing with you and I, I want to share with our listening audience that a practice I have every day is listening to some Abraham Hicks on YouTube. I find their work to be really inspiring and helping me to stay tapped in to my higher self and believing that spirit is here to help. Yet I, I get frustrated with myself because I'm I guess it's a self-judgment. Okay, I'm listening to this material every day. And then why do I have doubts? Why do I feel so scared sometime and and unsupported? And if you could speak to us about that, because I think other people listening, even having a spiritual practice, still have these fears and and it's it's kind of disturbing <laughs> to me. I, I don't like the experience, but I'm I'm still having it. Right. And that and as we were talking before, you know, I was saying that I, I believe it's a practice. You know, we, we are human. We're, ha- we're here. We're having experiences. And, and life throws you curves. It has obstacles. We're emotional beings. We face emotions like fear, doubt, insecurity, uncertainty. And so it's, it's day-to-day. It's moment-to-moment. It's, it's facing what comes about in our circumstances and staying in alignment with ourselves um, allowing ourselves to build, I believe, an internal state, an internal way of being so that we're not as affected by everything that is coming at us in the outside world. Mm-hmm. So in my practice and in, in what I, my online course, which is separate from what is possible and in the events I was holding was really teaching how to build that inner state, that state of who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? And how can I do it consistently as a practice, not as a, okay, I've got this, you know, I'm building a state of happiness inside and I'm happy all the time. That That's not real life. But having a little and little more and developing that inner peace, that inner, inner serenity so that we're not affected so much and so deeply by all the things coming at us at all the time. And I just love to reiterate that it is a practice. We all go through it. I, I, I go through it. You know, I can, I say all the time that I'll have these phases of my life where as I am co-creating and consciously designing the experiences that I'd like to bring forth into my life, there's times in my life where everything is coming to me that I sit back and I'm just in such mm. awe of how the universe is working and, and guiding me and how how beautiful it is. And it's incredible. I mean, I can have a, my husband and I were just talking not long ago and we were talking about how it seems like everything we talk about just in a few moments later, it appears for us. Like Mm. it's just the most extraordinary thing yet. I'll have times in my life, no matter what seems like what I'm trying to bring forth into my life or, or what state I'm working on developing within myself. It's just, nothing seems to be working. Yeah. And so it is, it is, it is definitely a practice and it's definitely developing. I feel that inner state within so that you can stay a constant within because our world is not constant. It is chaos and changing and obstacles. And so I completely understand where you're saying where sometimes it can get frustrated. And I often feel that we, when you feel that you are co-creating your experiences and things are going wrong, often when you're in that place of having the knowledge, you are even harder on yourself because you're Mm -hmm. thinking, how did I bring this into my experience? Why am I experiencing this? And that, that 
um, I think that this alignment within yourself even creates more of what is going on. And so more further disalignment, I'm sure disalignment's the right word that I'm looking for, but, but so we, we put so much more pressure on ourselves sometimes when we have the knowledge of how things really work. Yes. And so do you, I like when you were sharing that there's sometimes when you and then you and your husband are creating with ease and in such flow Mm -hmm. and effortlessness, and then other times where you're really clear and your intention is clear and and you're on your path, yet things might not be coming as quickly. Do you have a sense of what makes that, what makes that happen? What's the difference there? I do. I have two senses, which I'll share. One is trying you know, you get in a sense where you want something so much, and that word want is sometimes a, is a very tricky word, but you, you're you creating and have a desire for an experience to come into your reality, but it's from a sense of trying, and when we try, or a sense of lack, mm-hmm. and and that's the place that it's just not in harmony, and so it just doesn't come about, and when I'm in a true flow, I'm in a flow because of just complete trust and knowing and without an expectation of, of really how it comes about. So sometimes we try so hard to make things happen in our own ways. And that's just not the way the universe works. It works in its own beautiful, creative way. And so we will get the desired outcome, but not always in the way that we predict or can expect. And one be- amazing story I have that I really feel highlights this is a few years ago, we were looking for a new house and I write things down. So I, I have a practice of always writing something that I'd like to bring into my experiencing and writing it as if it's already happened. Okay. So I wrote out my house and I wrote it out as if we already lived there. And I wrote out the emotions of and, and hearing my children's laughter and feeling so much love as I walked in the door and so forth, but we couldn't find a house anywhere. There were no houses in the area that we live in and nothing was for available. And we did find a house. And at the time we were leasing and we found a house and it was the only house we could find. And so we put in our application and we were turned down because another couple had less family members. So they thought less wear and tear on the house. And actually at this time I was really upset because I didn't know we had children that I didn't know where we were going to live. And I was very emotional and very upset. And I had lost my whole trust in this process. And the very next day, our real estate agent called us and she showed us a new house. And the irony is that that new house that we had was exactly what I wrote down. Every word of it. That house that I was so upset about didn't fit into what I wrote down at all. It didn't have enough rooms for our kids and us. It didn't have enough bath. It had it just didn't fit into what I had written. And I find this so often in life that we get so, we see something as such an obstacle. We get so upset. We get so, um, we lose trust and faith and have doubt when really we're being guided to exactly what we asked for. We just can't see it in the moment until after when we can look back. Mm-hmm. I like that. The hindsight piece seeing things. Yes. You know, something you just said, I think is really important that you wrote from a place of having received it. And I know that that's a powerful process. Sometime I've experienced if I'm reaching really far outside of my comfort level or what I know, it can feel hard to connect to what that would feel like to have it since Mm -hmm. I haven't had it. How do you help people with that? 
Mm. And emotions sometimes can be a tricky thing. I think because we've labeled them, somebody told us happiness, but we haven't ever sat down to feel what happiness is. Or there's you no know, common practice of feeling gratitude. But if you don't really understand what how gratitude sits in your body, then it's just a word. And so I feel that sitting down and connecting emotions to your own body, how am I feeling right now? What is this? Let me give it my own name instead of what somebody else might call this emotion. And let me feel in my body and allow my body to recognize it with this word. And so I think when you can sit down in a quiet space and really clear your mind and really feel whatever it is, that you can, you really can begin to tap into the emotions of it and, and call them whatever you would like to call them. You know, a lot of times there can be fulfillment, just, just mm. being grateful, but not in the sense of the word gratitude, but what that might feel like for you to really experience it. For me, when I wrote it down in the house, you know, I really could sit and feel the love of my children and family throughout the house. I could hear their laughter. I wrote down, Cooking in my kitchen, I actually wrote down that from my kitchen, I had this amazing ocean view and how it felt to see that and how it felt to cook and and entertain guests and the pleasure of washing dishes because I had the joy of entertaining. And so those are emotions that I could feel. And so I wrote those down. So I think it's just connecting to what individually you can feel and whatever you want to call that. I like that. And then I think too, to work to try to suspend judgments towards ourselves mm-hmm. and criticisms when, when we're having a hard time envisioning that. Cause I think there can be so many uh, like self-deprecating thoughts that then hurt us instead of help us to achieve how it is we want to feel and what we want to experience. Absolutely. And I've had, I've, I've had people that I've worked with in the past in the kind of events and one of the things they always say is, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'd like to experience. And that can create, you know, an uncertainty. And, you know, so they might not have a something that they want to try down the future because they're worried about creating that future. They're not sure what it looks like. But I always say we do know more than we think we do because um, we know what we don't want. I know Abraham Hicks expresses, you know, always what we don't want clarifies what we, what we would like to experience. Yes. And I know the most of us would like to experience fulfillment and happiness and, and maybe just that beautiful awe of being alive, that time where you wake up and you're so excited about the day and what's in store for you. So I feel like if, if, if we don't know the details, that's fine. And sometimes there's so much pressure put on really, truly determining, well, what is it, what I would like my life to look like? And it's like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It really can just be seeing yourself that passionately waking up and in love with life. And and what greater than that could we all strive for? Or I also believe having the strive to be the, your greatest version of yourself and just feeling that within yourself. Yes. Yeah, I like that. It feels like, oh, you can just kind of oh, exhale into that space. Right. Tiffany, we are going to take a quick commercial break and be right back in a minute. Okay, wonderful. Okay. 
Indeed, listening is the new reading. With Audible, you can listen to an unlimited amount of books at home, in your car, at the gym, anywhere on the go. With over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from, for you, the listener of all things therapy, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download and a month-long subscription for you to try them out. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy now and enjoy. Do you want to help yourself and friends find a purpose in life? Then you are in the right place and be a part of the crowdfunding campaign of patreon.com forward slash all things therapy with Lisa Tahir as she initiates a one-on-one interaction with inspiring authors, healing experts, and spiritual directors. Join the League of Heroes of this generation by contributing your quota between a dollar up to a hundred dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash all things therapy. Let's make the world free of suicide, poverty, depression, and in all, make the world a better place for everyone. Hello and welcome back. I am your host, Lisa, and today we are with Tiffany Churchill. She's the CEO of Impactful Productions, and we're discussing her transformational work to help people to connect to truly how powerful we are, including her documentary series coming out in May of 2019 titled What is Possible? So, Tiffany, I'm curious, what do you see for what is possible? Once it launches, what is your vision for this and your hope? My vision and my hope is really to have these stories of these incredible stories for other people to experience and view. And normally running businesses, I have business plans and plans and ideas for what's going to happen and, and directions of where I want things to go. But in this instance, I really don't, I'm not going at this project with, with that kind of same vision. It's really to get the stories out there. I really feel so passionate that they should be shared and, and really ideally having a large viewership because I feel they are so impactful. Yes. Yes. So are, and what have you learned? from the people that you are featuring in your documentary? Or have there been takeaways, um, things that are like aha moments for you? Oh my gosh, so much. I've, I've really learned how, how much more we can do. And so on a physical level, I've, I've met people that are really mastering their bodies and pushing their physical um, abilities so much further than I ever thought. And it makes me, you know, go and, and think as I'm limiting myself just physically, you know, working out. And as I'm working out, I think, oh, I can't do this. And then I think of these people and the incredible things that they're doing or, or healing, how people have just miraculously healed themselves and people that have overcome incredible odds. And so I just every day now recognize how much more. And, and then I question, you know, why am I feeling this doubt? Why am I feeling uncertainty or why am I feeling I can't do this when this person can do something so much greater? And so mm-hmm. even the stories that I've met have just um, not pushed myself, but really opened up the belief on how much more I can do. And it's, it's truly so, it's just truly so incredible and, and such amazing people and stories. And even I find that on, on the team that I work with where Somebody on my team might be, I had an editor I was working with and, and kind of a vision on what I, how I wanted something editing. And he kept saying, I just can't do this. I just, mm. I just can't do this. 
And it was so beautiful to watch him expand and and see that he, that he could. There, there was no no foundation behind his thinking he couldn't. He just hadn't done it before, but not yes. that he couldn't do it. So, and, and that's yeah. kind of maybe a sim- a simple example, or not simple, but maybe not a great profound in some people's mind example, but it is because it's really what what motivates and what is the foundation of so many of us and what we're, what we're doing and what we believe and who we are. I think that really epitomizes the invisible boundary that we bump up against in our own lives. Say if we haven't made a certain amount of money, for example, that we'd like to make as our income and just believing, well, I've always made this much money, how not knowing how and getting so caught up in that instead of being like, okay, well, I, I believe in myself to figure this out and to do this similar to himself with the editing, just not having done it before. Mm-hmm. And then it sounds like he was open to the possibility of, all right, well, maybe I'm going to try anyway, even if I'm not sure what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. he. Yeah. I, I, we didn't necessarily accept that he couldn't do it. We believed in him more than he believed in himself. Mm-hmm. And so as, as his denials to to be able to do it kept being expressed, we kept saying we believe in you. So he really didn't have a choice at the end, and it was really incredible because at the end he did say, "I'm so glad I did this." He learned so much, and it was actually one of the, the most enjoyable projects he's worked on in a while because he he found pushing himself and and the reward he got from moving out of his comfort zone and into something new, and and the confidence that he gained was really beautiful. Yes. So we've. We've experienced so many stories, like I said, not just in the people that we're featuring, but in our team and how we're expanding by sharing these stories. Yes. And I think you also hit on something important when you said that that you all believed in him, that he could do this. Mm-hmm. And and just the value of when someone believes in us, how that can really help us get through that gap of our own disbelief and even mistrust. And I think that sometimes we might not have someone telling us that, that I believe in you, you can do this. So I think something like your documentary series is so important because we can reach out and find those people that that help us to believe in ourselves. Can you speak to, to some of that as well? Absolutely. And that's why we have we're featuring people from all over the world, because it really is finding something that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. So finding something that's a story that you can relate to, then the, the world ignites that believability within yourself. And yes, it is so powerful to have somebody else believe in you. Um, And in this case he did. And I have so much belief in every single person's ability because of so many things that I've experienced. I just want people to tap into it and discover it for themselves. Yes. How do you think we can hold on to it longer? Tiffany, once we do tap in and we start to have these Mm -hmm. miraculous experiences in the flow of everything that, that we are just loving and, and wanting, how do you think we can stay in that longer? Well, and that's a great question. And so at first is having the, the experiences. So once you gain the believability and then start to have these experiences and start to see the evidence in your own life. So we might provide you evidence, but really comes back to then bringing that evidence and starting to see it in your own experiences in your own life. And once you can have that, I think that just opens up a whole world of, of what you can and can't do in itself. 
Um, and then holding on to it, it really goes back to there is, is lightening up. Each one of us just needs to lighten up on ourselves mm-hmm. and not yeah. so much um, judgment and criticism and, and all of that that just burdens us so much, so much more and disconnects us from all that's trying to work with us. And so I, I really feel lightening up and just recognizing that, that we're not alone in these struggles. We're not, none of us have it all together at every single moment where it's all in such a flow continually. It's, it's an up and down and it goes back to just being a practice and, and recognizing that and, 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 and letting yourself and finding kind of a little bit more self-love and a little bit more peace within. And I think self-forgiveness too, Forgiveness, helps. yes, yes, really for yes, yes, acceptance for where we are right now and who mm-hmm. we are right now, knowing that there's growth potential and that it's okay who we are, absolutely, and acceptance for what's coming into your life. Because, as mm. I said, with my house story, sometimes the things that are coming into your life might, in the moment that you're experiencing, seem like the greatest obstacle, and in truth, they're the greatest blessing. And it's that obstacle that can put you on the whole path to realizing what it is that you've been putting that intention out there to experience. And so accepting the obstacles and moving through them in a flow instead of moving through them against what's happening. Yes. Yes. You know, you also mentioned earlier during our time together about online courses that you've taught. Are you Mm -hmm. still offering online courses? I have an online course available right now called The Path to Everything, and The Path to Everything um, guides you through uh, doing that inner practice, as I was stating before, of building from the inside out, of building the state of, of how you feel, building the state of purposely designing who you're being in, in life. And so when we design it from the inside out, we're not as greatly affected by all the things that are, that are coming at us throughout life. It, it becomes more of a not a constant state because I don't believe things are constant, but more of a, I guess, more permanent state of being. And and so less reactive and more conscious. Mm, Okay. I like that. So helping people to learn to be less reactive. Yes. By, by working from the inside, by developing an inner way of being. So an inner fulfillment, instead of waiting for the things externally to vote, give you fulfillment, an inner state of happiness instead of expecting things in life to bring you happiness, which would be the relationships that we have or the, the things that we buy or the houses that we own. We, we so much turn to our external environment for all of these rewards and all of those, um, all of this fulfillment, but instead working in reverse and building it from the inside. I like that. How are people enjoying? What, what kind of feedback? You're welcome. Or have you gotten? I've gotten. We've gotten excellent feedback from the path to everything, and it's really beautiful to experience somebody going through the course, and then the emails that we do get, and the transformation that we do see. And that's really the most rewarding part is is, is the feedback. Yeah, you know, actually, you bringing that up, the feedback you're receiving. Of- about your online courses, mm-hmm. it's prompted me to think, how have you found your guests that you've interviewed in your documentary series, What is mm-hmm. Possible? So at first, when when the idea first came up, and I, as I was saying, we thought about writing it or how we were going to produce it. We had gathered, or mostly I had gathered over just the course of hearing stories and saying, okay, 
you know, this is truly amazing. And I see something greater behind the success story. You know, the way somebody talks and they phrase their success, I can tell, you know, they mentally created this. They put a lot of inner work into their external success. And I can hear it in their, their terminology, their word choices. I can see it in, in the way experiences come about that, you know, that, um, they're highly unlike that it just seemed like there was something working beyond them to lead to their success. It wasn't just pure perseverance or hard work. There's more going on here or healing stories. So we started gathering these incredible stories, trying to figure out, you know, maybe I'll kind of do something with this because th- th- this is evidence. And I have had this list of people and then, and I finally started and said, okay, this needs to move from an idea to really doing this. And as I began and shared it, people would come to me with stories. And it's so beautiful because I think that we all know many people and we all know many stories and either directly or indirectly. And so it's always so incredible what story somebody shares with me. So if the thousands of people, however many people they might know or have heard of in their lives, they, they always tend to pick one thing that's one person that they share with me. And I always take that to mean something. Right? So I always go and research it and, and then we reach out to them and, and then we start to see if the, if it really fits within the theme and, and, but sometimes we will share a story. We, we haven't yet put it, everything out there, but sometimes it'll be in writing. So some of the stories might be that they're not able to be filmed right now or either on our end or their end. And so there will be some written articles or some, you know, uh, posts and things like that that are not filmed that we can just continue to gather even more evidence and, and provide that. And so a lot of the stories now have come from word of mouth. Oh, that's cool. Are, and are you still looking yeah. for people to interview? We are. We are. We have, as I said, some openings in our production schedule. We have a big majority of it filled, but we have opens in our production schedule. And then we only have our production schedule right now set for the next, I think, four or five months. So we have an ongoing desire to continue with this project. So ongoing stories will be needed in and it doesn't always have to be, as I said, filmed. So if somebody doesn't feel comfortable on the camera right now, that's fine. We understand. Or, you know, maybe they don't want their whole story told at this time, but there's portions of it that would really inspire others. We can turn them into written articles and other avenues and ways and platforms to get the stories out there. Oh, that's great. And so for us to be able to watch this, do should we keep checking YouTube or how can we find out more about watching what is possible when so, it's released? Yes, you can go to YouTube or you can go to my website, which is Tiffany with Enzin and I, T-I-F-F-A-N-I, Churchill, uh, com, And on there, there is a subscription, an area for a subscription, which we'll announce as the first episode in the episodes come out. Okay. As well we'll as... Um, yeah. A place to submit your to submit stories. So stories, somebody that you might have heard of, or, or your own story. And myself and, and the producers and team go through each go through those stories and reach out. Oh, great! Yes, I see it under your contact us, where we can sign up, right. and that's how we'll know about what you're releasing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful! That's wonderful. I've, I'm. Loving our time together, and we're coming to the end of our time. Is there something that you and I have not discussed that you would like people to know? I 
I believe I've expressed it probably multiple times already. Yeah, do too. But really just to reiterate, I just all to everyone listening, really how amazing each person is and how much ability and potential is inherent within. And so anything that, that feels like a limitation or something that can't be done, just to question that and see where that comes from. And then ideally turn into these upcoming episodes and see what some of these people are doing. Cause I really believe it'll make everyone understand that there's so much more possible than we know. Yes. Well, I want to thank you for the reminder, as you said earlier, that this is a practice and, and mm-hmm. just every day come back to our practice that one doesn't have to judge themselves for like slipping up or losing sight of things are okay. My well-being is assured. And just it is a practice each day to oh, like come back to ourselves and and reassure ourselves that we are loved and supported and guided. So I appreciate that reminder from you today. Mm, thank you. Yes, that is such a beautiful reminder. I thank you for summarizing it. You're welcome. And then lastly, for people to to reach out is the best way, the Tiffany with an I, Churchill.com? Yes. Wonderful. Tiffany, thank you for being with us today. Oh, Lisa, thank you. This was so wonderful. You're welcome. And I look forward to watching your documentary, What is Possible? Thank you. You're welcome. Have a really good afternoon. You too. I will. That concludes my show today with Tiffany Churchill. Find her at TiffanyChurchill.com, Tiffany with an I. It will be in the show notes. And I just wish every one of you the most wonderful week, and I'm sending all my love. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.